Hello. Welcome. Uh, it's our podcast, the Chips and Bits podcast. Podcast about video games that you all love. That's why you're here. To hear myself, Matthew Anderson, and my uh, partner in crime, Kenny Myers. That's Sorry, him. I'm fiddling with the levels. You could stop. I mean, we're recording already. It's Yeah, but it's I mean, what stone. better time to fiddle with the levels than uh, when right we're recording? Right after just adjust their volume knob. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Uh, okay, but, uh, you, we were all getting a little red there, so I just want to make sure we got out of the red. We're back. Uh, you, uh, none, none of you will care about this, but this is a, an early morning podcast for us. We don't do many of these. <clears throat> no, we don't. It's it's well, it's the changing nature of our adulthood. Yeah. So if there's a couple extra throat clears, or you know, we we can't figure this out, you know, bear with us. I'm fine. I'm okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about... Uh, wow, Matt. We're going to talk Just about... Just blowing off the doors, getting people talk about, excited uh, for this podcast. We're going to talk about Gree. Not Gris? Nope. Or Grice? Nope. Boy, it's just... It just it just looks like Gris. Yeah, it's Gree, though. Okay. Yeah. How did? Where did you find that out? I didn't find it out. I knew exactly what it was as soon as I read it. Because it's? Because it's French for gray. Oh, that's that makes sense. It does. Uh, is it a French developer? I have no idea. But it's a game about colors, and it starts in grayscale. Well, I don't know if it's a game about colors, but colors certainly play a part in it. That's true. What it's actually about is a game about I don't know and I don't care. That's what it's a game about. You did it's not a game like about, this game. I don't give a shit what this game is about. Wow. Yeah. You didn't like this <clears throat> game? Hated this game. I thought this game was great. Yeah. So let's start with uh, let's start with where I think you absolutely have to start. Like you can't not start with talking about how this is um, one of the most beautiful games you will ever experience okay visually yes aesthetically it's just about the most beautiful game i've ever played uh that's i mean that's close yeah i mean it's you know there there are games that are more impressive I, in many ways i thought god of war was beautiful right i'm, I'm gonna say like from a technical standpoint or like a fidelity standpoint yeah there's games where the graphics are more impressive or more realistic did you have was yours choppy no not at all Mine was super choppy. Nope, I didn't get any chop. Must be my computer. Yeah. Time to get a new computer. Time to build a new one. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. That's, I mean, pretty much that's it. So that's, I, that's really I, the only thing I liked about this game. I feel like we've played this game before many times. Oh, we've, yeah. Totally. Like, this game is like guacamole. Like, I feel like it's the same kind of game always. It is, however... We the like, indie platformer. We like a lot of games in this genre, whether we want to or not. Will of the Wisps. <laughs> Will of the Wisps. Will <laughs> O the Wisps. What's the new, what's the old one? It's uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. The Blind Forest. Will of the Wisps is the new one. Yep. Yeah. Which we'll probably play. But I, yeah, I think talking about how this is like every other game is arguably a good place to start, but and, and hopefully it'll, I, I can clarify in that. Like Shadow Complex. What I don't like about it. Um, no, no love for the shadow I complex. I love shadow joke. complex. Yeah, I know, but it's not like shadow complex. No, it's not like it at all. So, it's uh, if you were to look at a game like Journey, 
which is, is constantly also, brought up with this game. Yeah, it's also a lot like this game. Kind of. In the sense that... You get powers in this game, though. Right. In, in the sense that Journey is also about... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so surprised you hated this game. I, hey, it was like three hours. We'll get into it. Well, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's that's actually the point of why we're talking. <clears throat> oh, sorry. It's those morning... <clears throat> early morning throat clears. This is going to be fun. Super good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Journey was also about sort of like exploring a world more than it was necessarily... Um, learning mechanics and it was it was about you know it was visually impressive it was sort of like what kept you going in journey was sort of following through the world and there was always this one sort of like beacon you're sort of moving you forward but other than that there wasn't much to the game or the story you're just sort of like left there to sort of figure it out and go along in this experience did you not like the music in gris it's gris um the music was fine you know i thought the music was beautiful yeah I'm I'm a sucker for strings though. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Okay. Um, on the other side of the spectrum, you have games that you just heard Kenny kind of joking about. You have more complex traditional games like yeah, Castlevania, Shadow Complex, Guacamelee, other ones that we've we've reviewed and liked. So here's here's my main issue above all the other issues with with, with Gree, is that it's not Journey. Right, you're no. not just in it you to figured experience it out. You a game. You cracked the puzzle. <clears throat> it's not journey. Um, <laughs> you do have to figure out where to go. There are mechanics that they add to the game as you go, like Metroid. There's puzzle solving, like um, Metroid. And so it is more along the spectrum of a game, a true game game. However, <clears throat> it's not game enough. It's not even close. Wow. So they actually, if there was less game, would you have liked Absolutely. it more? Absolutely. If they had removed some of the concepts in this game or made it so that. I didn't have to solve as many puzzles, uh, and I could just sort of enjoy playing the game. That like, would have like been sort far of better. an indie platformer walking simulator. Yeah, it, it could have succeeded. Why? I think, in that what? Way. What bothered you about the game mechanics? Uh, well, first of all, how long you got to experience them and how valuable they were. I mean, the game is super short. <clears throat> yeah, it's and like yet three hours total playthrough. They, the way that they paced out the game, the first, arguably the first third of the game is just wandering around. I mean, that's the first third of most so you're like, games. Wander around, wander around. You get one mechanic. It's actually a pretty visually impressive mechanic where the you block. turn from a person into a block, and then you you yeah. have weight and. I mean, visually impressive, pretty much. I mean, this game is just. Oh, it's it's excellent. Everything. Yeah, it's excellent. All the details. I wish it wasn't choppy on my very capable PC, though. Yeah, and I actually played that on my older PC, so yeah. I don't know why. Which was also a very capable PC. It was, yeah. Just less capable than my new PC. Yeah, but, but um, not even like like that less capable. No, not that less. Uh, so you get that, and then that covers sort of another, maybe not a full other third, but it gets you a lot of the way through the game. And then there's one, two, maybe even three more mechanics, and then a couple of things they combine together that they just sort of slam into the last, you know, really quick section of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of them are fine, some of them are annoying, but really you just don't get to experience them very long. Yeah. So it's like, why were they here? Um, and then the game's over. Interesting. It's done. It's like, well, did I need those? Like, take them out. Just let me more experience. Like, I, I literally think they could have gotten away with how short that game was with just the block mechanic. <laughs> like, they could have made interesting puzzles just based off of that and more of them. Instead, it's like, oh, I figure out how this works. And mostly they use it for breaking through walls. You don't really use it for too many puzzle solvings. What was your game ending? Uh, I don't remember. Was it her walking into the clouds? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. 
I just Why? want to Are make they sure. Multiple endings? No, I don't, I'm not sure because you unlock a path with stars. I'm not sure if you got different amounts of stars or if they're a set amount. No, I think you get all the constellations and yeah. Um, I'll, I'll let you talk because I, I could just. There's other things I want to ramble on about terribleness in this game, but what do you think the story of Gris is? It's Gris, and um, I don't know. Uh, it's a story about a world losing its color, and um, a, well, really, it's about a woman and a girl bringing the color back but what does the statue have to do with it i have no idea do you think it's too like abstract yes 100 percent. like there's plenty of abstract games but if i enjoy them or there's something that's pulling me along or they insert that into the narrative to sort of encourage me to try and figure it out i'm invested in it and i'll do the work right in this case it was like I don't care. What is this? I don't know. What am I doing? My best guess is that it was about a weird statue people trying to eat this one girl, but they took her voice instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, it's about feelings. Interesting. That's my interpretation. Yeah, like there's this this alien race of stone statues. Well, I guess she can't really sing without all the uh, colors unlocked. I forgot that they also take her voice. That's... What is... I don't know. I mean, Ursula took Ariel's voice. It's just, this game is just weird. It is a weird game. After all, it is named Gris, which doesn't make sense. It doesn't, especially since it's Gris. Grissel. Yeah. Um, but the story was, was minimal at best and very abstract. Abstract to the point where you're, like, you feel like you're watching to a degree whenever they implement story things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're watching, uh, like, a bad like college film student movie yeah i'm more just but it, but with an incredibly talented cinematographer right it, it was one of those things where it's on it's it's on the verge of just kind of it's just a little insulting at times where it the way they've structured some of the um set pieces and interim you know i don't even know what to call it basically the cut scenes where there's there's story but there's no narrative and you're trying to figure it out they make it look like it's so epic or so important that you feel a little dumb. You're like, am I supposed to be getting something here? Like, is it, am I too stupid to figure out what this game is about? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean, obviously you're too stupid. <laughs> but uh, the thing that was interesting to me is the game I was constantly reminded of was Celeste. That's funny. Especially since you have, like, the shadow bird and stuff like that, and you have these weird shadow people. Plus, it's a platformer. Yeah. And I know that these were developed... Um, you know, in parallel, like they were developed around the same time. So it's not like they were stealing or anything like that. But I just felt like the they took the ideas of Celeste, even though they didn't, and then they abstracted them out into some weird, like, thing about color. And then uh, then you're, you're running from a giant shadow bird, which looked amazing. The shadow bird looked great, yeah. Uh, I, or I the guess, shadow eel. I guess if I... If I... But yeah, I yeah. want to talk about see, some points. I see that, where you're going. That's so actually... If I take Celeste... And remove story. And I take all the story out, and then I make it also about a sixth as good. Um, yeah, they're very close. I mean, the puzzles aren't the same. It just got the same... I got the same vibe from it, mostly because it's about melancholy. Yeah. I mean, really, I'm, I'm trying hard to, to bullshit as much as I can right now. I, I just I 100% disagree with you, so I'm trying to be funny about it. <laughs> about yeah. Celeste? Yeah. I mean, in no way is this game anything like Celeste at all. Uh, it's It just kept reminding me of Celeste. It's a platformer. Yeah. Great. It's got a girl in it. That's, yep. That's, that's about it, Dealing though. with her emotions. I don't know that. 
Oh, I feel like that was pretty clear with the tears and stuff. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think she could just be upset about what's happening. Well, maybe I just found affinity in that. Maybe I just, having that comparison made it rational for me. Yeah, sure. Okay, so anyway, you go around building up the statue that breaks in the beginning. But are you building the statue, though, really? In each area of the statue is more completed. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't even notice and that. And then you unlock the different powers, which actually unlock different parts of the different areas. So, like, when you unlock green, all this forest shit appears in old areas. Yep. The puzzles are interesting. They're not... I didn't think they were bad. Also, I didn't get that feeling that you did. Like, I felt like each power was equally distributed in, in each area. Yeah. With I'd... the exception of singing, just because that was the last area. But I felt like the swimming I used constantly to get to different areas. Did you... Um, did you unlock more than you had to, or did you just do the bare minimum? I don't know. You just find the secret hidden circle things? I found some of them. Do There's, you think, what do you they're think? They're fucking dots. Who knows what as they're a, for? As a designer, Matt, what do you think the symbology of Gris is? I, I literally have no idea. The circles? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, why I, do you think she wanders into the clouds at the end? Kenny. <laughs> Explain to me why she's in the hand of the statue. There's no reason. I know you didn't go to art school. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the reason. But is. I feel like your your designer side could be empathetic to the plight of. Uh, here's I think here's as far as I can I, I was able to extend what I typically would consider to be a, a, a relatively good sense of, of of empathy, and that is that, like someone had a vision for this game. Yeah, the fact that it turned out um, that that the visual aesthetic. Uh, turned out as good as it did mm -hmm. means that there was a, a clear vision as well. You don't get to that level of success without somebody knowing what they're doing and having a really clear idea. I mean, that's I, I mean, I could find things to dispute that. But my, my the challenging part here for me was that it almost seems like someone had a really great idea for one part of the game, mm -hmm. and then they tried to get other people to help him out with the game. And I don't know if those people held the same level of clarity for vision. Because other than the visual aesthetics and the sort of the, the art style that they were going for, everything else just seems so random that uh, it's I hard mean, to place a finger on it, I really. I disagree. I feel like the one thing that maybe you could complain about with the game was the story. No, I, I felt like the I'm mechanics... letting you talk, but I can I can I'm, I could go on for another ten minutes now about some things that were really terrible in this game. Uh, well, I felt like the controls were really fine; they were really easy to use. Controls were fine. The movement was I slow. I really liked the music. I thought it was beautiful. Music also, was fine. I mean, I I play this thing like with loud surround sound going, so that that's pretty spectacular. No, the music was fine. Just yeah. To be surrounded by an orchestra, mm -hmm. and then at the end, when I found out she was Loki the whole time, whoo, <laughs> that was that was good. Yeah, that was great. And what's weird is she went into the clouds, and then she entered this area where there's always a lighthouse, mm -hmm. and there's always a there's always a man mm. and a statue. Yep. And that was incredible. I just thought all those references were amazing. Yeah. Did you so, unlock the secret ending? I don't know. Yeah, what no, there's the no secret, secret ending. I have nothing. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Here, my my. Here's all right, an, keep here's ranting about what's I, terrible, which really is just about the story. It's not. Okay. Th this game presents itself, again, as one of those more simplistic uh, platformers. One that you can just pick up and play. Um, very casual. It's a visual experience. Should be great, right? So, well, it is named after the fatty parts of meat. It is not. Uh, it's Gristle. named after the color gray. Gristle. But um, So, you know, I approached the game originally with that assumption. I pick it up, uh, play it for a little bit, put it down, pick it back up. Bought it. I, oh, you know what I just realized? I had this on the Switch, not PC. Oh, that's why. Yeah. 
Maybe it was the PC version. Yeah. Oh, also, you weren't playing it at like an incredibly high resolution. No, but it looked great though. On uh, well, these kind of games can translate. Yeah. Um, and so, but there's no there's there's a couple things. There's no map. There's no wayfinding. There's no real good um, sort of like metaphors or inserts into the level design to give you a cue as to where you're supposed to be going or why at any point in time. I felt that that was all pretty linear. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, obviously, almost you didn't feel that way. Every time I would sit down to pick it up. But I felt like I could, I could naturally find the next area. The game would load. My character's not necessarily facing in one direction or the other. I can go in both. Sometimes there was a left and right path I was standing on, and there were also stairs and vertical paths. I could never remember what I had done the last time. I didn't know which direction I was supposed to go in. I'd boot up the game, and I'd start walking left, thinking, I should probably go this way. And you'd walk forever and then hit a wall. And I'd be like, for the love of God. You know, I think your problem might have been playing this piecemeal. Well, that's not a problem that... that should be levied on me. I'm playing it like I want to. It's a game. I mean, that's fair, but I, I feel like it's like a movie experience. Like you get the full if you just kind I'm of go. Also, I'm also giving you a really extreme example of what sort of exemplifies what was, what I think was but poor, I, poor I level design. I didn't feel that frustration at all. Because like, that also happened when I just would play the game for long periods of time. I, I didn't feel that at all. I felt like I always knew where to go. Yeah, I, I never knew where there to go. There was maybe one instance where I was like, I had conquered four worlds and I was like, oh, I don't know where the last one is. But then I eventually found it, it took like two minutes. They also keep, t- I think. Have you considered that you're bad at games? I also think. He just rolled his eyes. That they keep taking you, can't you back. Really, you can't really see that, but it was really fun. To the central hub? I think they were doing that. and They were. As you unlock the colors and stuff. It unlocks different levels to go to. Yeah, it also changes the way it looks via like Did you notice the symbols foliage. on the wall in the central yes, area? Yes, I saw the symbols. So that's your I indicator. don't know what they mean. Have you not played Metroid? So you come back, but it's like it looks different, but you're not sure how. And then you're like, was I here before? Matt, sorry, quick interruption. Did you take the elevator down to fight Ridley? No. Okay. I didn't. You missed that whole part of that the game. That would have been a way better game. That actually explained the statue quite a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I just I just always felt like I just never knew what I was doing, why I was doing it. I never felt motivated to keep well, going. I mean, I feel like why is always a really, in a game like that, is like a, a really, not really a great question. I think it is. I mean, from the moment I picked up the controller to start playing Journey to the time that I was done, I wondered what the hell was going on, and I was interested in why it was happening to me. Right, but that that was a little more narratively direct, I felt. Sure. Like... It, it was it was a lot more linear to a degree and it was more like you it sets the pace of you like you're walking forward like the whole time like that's the concept like i feel yeah. like it sells that better and i will give you that but i feel like a game that this is this abstract in its in its narrative it's okay if it's just like here you are Oh, yeah. Go forward. Totally. I'm not saying they needed to spoon feed me the motivational piece. I just feel like there needs to be some, I need to have some clear um, beacon in the game, whether that's in the world itself or whether that's in how my character is developing or whether it's music, whatever it's going to be, it's fine. I'm not going to be picky about that. I just need there to be something that's pushing me forward. And in this game, there wasn't. There wasn't anything that made me need to do anything. Did you try walking to the tower to get to the girl you've been talking to the entire game while the forest was on fire? I don't know what you're talking... Oh. (laughs) 
It's funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna proof this podcast and re-listen to it. I'm gonna real. I'm You're gonna, gonna have to make a lot of notes. I'm gonna find a lot of things that I missed, like references. Said. It's yeah, all just like references. Subtle references. The references in this podcast are off the <laughs> chain. Uh, so yeah, that's what I think about Gris. Uh, Gris. Sorry, it's French for uh, orange. Which I believe is what they eat a lot in what, French camp. What are some of the other things that you really enjoyed about this game? Well, I mean, the only thing that I thought was really bad was the story. Everything else I really liked. Like, the story, it was just too abstract. Again, it was just like... But it was beautiful enough that it was just like a really, like... It was. I was like, well, this is pretty enough. It doesn't have to be smart about it. Yeah, I guess when I think of something that's abstract... Uh, maybe this is a looser personal definition of it, but I think abstract is when something is so void of exact, um, you know, specificity or connotation, but it, it but it affords you the ability to insert your own interpretation of things. I mean, that to me fulfills this game. Yeah, not to me at all. Like because I have, I, it's, it's. Well, I feel like I you just say, you just didn't like how no, they presented that. Not true. Like to me, it's convoluted. They put enough stuff in there that it's sort of. It triggered you to think, like, I should be making sense of some of this, or I, I should be figuring out what this is. This obviously means something. And it, it, it was enough of it that it made you feel like you should figure out what it's supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. But then you couldn't, and also you stopped caring the more that went on. And by the end of it, I'm just like, I could care less what this is about. Like, I'm not even going to try and insert my own... It could mean anything. Like, literally, it could mean an alien space race of stone figures. Well... First off, I think you should seriously consider the fact that you are terrible at video games. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I just are you going to go home and sit and think pra practice gris over and over ruminate on that on that fact? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but second, you're doing the notes. I'm not doing the notes on this one. Oh no, I'm not doing the notes. We have our roles, Matt. <laughs> you stick to your role, I'll stick to mine. Uh I guess it, what the divide seems to be you didn't care, and I also didn't care, but that didn't lessen the experience for me. Yeah, because you're a masochist. We've, we've. I believe the term is sociopath. No, you're you're a game masochist. That's not true at all. A game can throw anything at you, and if you feel committed to play it for whatever the reason is, you will excuse all manner of things that shouldn't be that difficult or shouldn't be that bad just to get to the end of the game. Uh, unless it's the Division Two. Yes. Which I think proves your point wrong. No, it doesn't. I stopped playing it. Yeah. Because I was really not enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a game masochist. Okay. I, I think that's not like a self-infliction. I think it's more like a... I would call it a completionist. I just... I, I don't like starting something, getting halfway through, and then not finishing it. Right. That's fine. I mean, you don't... I, leaving those, like... You don't get annoyed by leaving something like that just unfinished? Uh, still, here, here's, here. still, I don't think I, I need to like emphasize, I really enjoyed playing the game, even though I didn't really care about the, the, the story they were trying to tell. It was interesting enough where I was like, hmm, that's, but, I, but what really I enjoyed was the beauty of the cutscenes coupled with the music. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, what it was saying didn't really mean much to me, but that didn't mean I didn't like enjoy it. I wasn't like punishing myself. I enjoyed playing the whole thing through. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, what's a game where I punished myself? Uh, what's the Final Fantasy Mickey Mouse games? Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah. I just had to. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was definitely punishment. 
I rest my case. <laughs> but I don't consider it masochism. And how many of those games did you play, Kenny? Uh, the first one was good. <laughs> the second one was okay. And the third one was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, we're not going to always agree. I, I do think I, going into I just want to point out that there were many more games in the series to play, and I started one, and I was like, nope, not going to do this. So they were at least mildly entertaining. I, I, I also recognize going into this that... If anything, I expected the roles in this podcast to be reversed just based on past history. Like, I should like this game. You think you I should, lack emotion? You should hate this you game. You think I lack emotion, Matt? No, you lack a joy for platformers. <laughs> I play platformers constantly. Yeah. Mostly because of this fucking podcast. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I was like, I, this is weird because it feels like I, I have a hunch. I'm that, like, Matt, let's play Wolfenstein. You're like, no, let's play this platformer. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Let's play Celeste. Celeste is amazing. I already reviewed it. Yeah, it's great. My words on it are... are this game is not. This game is not This great. game is not Celeste. It's not even great. It's not Celeste and it's not great. It's it's different. If, if I had experienced this game by walking into an art gallery and seeing a recording of somebody else playing it for a couple minutes, this game would be absolutely mind-blowingly amazing. And instead, it's not that at all. Well... I mean, it, I think it's worth it just to, like, wa watch how beautiful it is. Right. Like, if what you could... If, if playing this game was launching it the first time and going, ooh, and then playing it for the first hour and going, like, wow. Listen. And then the game was over. It, uh, I'm not joking. It might be a great game. But instead, I had to play it for what normally would be, like, only another two hours. Matt, but it was two hours where I was just like, oh, God, this Matt, game. There's not much to a churro. It's hollow. Mostly sugar and bread. But it's still delicious, even in its hollowness. Yeah. And I feel like this game is the same. There's not much to it. But it's beautiful. And it's really interesting. It's I've never seen anything all, like really. it. It's really not interesting. Well, obviously it's interesting because we have two contrasting opinions about it. So that, by its very nature, makes it interesting. No, that doesn't. It makes it debatable. It all right. Make it interesting. We're going to take callers now. Call in. Where do you land on Gris? It's Gree. Um... But no, I mean, if you want to talk about wh why you think it's interesting, go for it. I told but you I why I think it's interesting. No, you didn't. Because it's beautiful and it's like nothing I've ever seen. The music is uh, incredible. I've covered all those things. It's beautiful. It's like nothing else you've ever seen. The music is good. And it that and, doesn't make it interesting. And now more compelling is it? You really didn't like it, no, which it, makes it like doesn't twice make it as interesting. Yes, that implicitly makes it interesting. No, it doesn't. I, th I think anyone who listens to this podcast and hear you and I having contrasting opinions about something like this that are very strong makes it interesting. I, I think in, in this particular example, I think, uh, I think you might not realize that, you ha that I don't feel like you've really shared anything that I haven't also <laughs> shared that is really in contrast to how terrible I think this game is that talks about how it's as good on the other side in your opinion. Uh, okay. We both agree it's one of the most beautiful games we've ever played. That's not a good enough reason to make a game and to play a game. Uh, well, where we land differently is how we feel about the story aspect of it. Yeah, the story is terrible. There isn't one, or if you can figure it but out, but also good the luck. gameplay elements. I like the puzzle mechanics. Okay, like so you thought the I puzzles were. I also thought they were interesting enough with the powers that you were given. Uh, 
and short enough that it never felt like overbearing. Like I was like, okay, I got it done. I unlocked the area. I get a really beautiful cutscene. That's really nice. That's I really enjoy that. Literally the entirety of Final Fantasy games. All right. Like just, it's really nice. It looks really good. The story's kind of weird and sometimes really terrible. But that reward mechanic is enough for me to keep going. I get something really beautiful. Okay. So I feel like that's interesting. No, that is. And I feel like the way that they keep changing the world in the game, which you've talked about, looks it looks good. Yeah. Like a game looking good, and the controls aren't terrible. They're fine. They're functional. They work well. They're responsive. You say slow, but it's the pace of the game is slow. It's meant to be like a slower It's game. more just like the whole sort of like floaty aspect of the jump mechanic and that sort of stuff that was like... I, I I can guess why they were going for it. I just made it a little bit painful. But I feel like that's part of the aesthetic anyway. Like, yeah, like I said, I, I think I can guess why they were doing it, yeah. which is questionable in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I think, so if I was to try and switch into more like subjective creative director mode. Oh, please do. I know everyone's excited to hear this. One one thing, the, the only thing I could say that I think would have actually improved the um, the experience with the, the the realization of all the aesthetics and like the beauty of the world that you just touched on was, um, you know, you st it starts completely gray. The color gets sucked out of the world by the alien uh, space statue race. And um, so it starts grayscale. And the Chozos? Is that their yeah, name? The, the yeah. Churros. Um, no, the Chozos. That's the one from Metroid. Yeah. You'll have to look those up in the notes the, later. Uh, <laughs> they're not going in the notes. I'm not doing 40 notes for this. It's not worth it. Um, you start adding these colors back in, and as you add them in, there's this amazing cutscene where you're standing still in the center of the screen and you watch the color that you just captured sort of bleed back into the world. Um, when it's green, you know, you start noticing trees everywhere. When it's blue, you get the water world, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then the upside down world. I, I think uh, one way, one small tweak, which probably wouldn't have been small uh, technically, that would have made that really cool is if the color really did extend from you and for the first sort of... I don't know, several seconds or so of continuing the game. Uh, it didn't just happen in one fell cutscene, but like as you progressed through the next maybe five to 10 seconds of the world, you watched it bleed out of you and you saw that the color actually extended from your character as you started the next level. It does kind of happen with the last power. It does, yeah, and, and it was, that was the, one of the coolest ones. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I think had they done that, that would have been a very interesting improvement on what i thought was a near perfect you know aesthetic all right well if i were to switch roles into my subjective podcaster yeah, role please do i'm sure I, we're all excited about that i would say uh this is an interesting game i think that you should try it out because obviously it landed very differently with both of us yep i'd be interested in your opinion so if you wanted to support us on patreon we'll listen to your opinion i would you too. forgot like, the blurb at the beginning i yeah I did. I sure did. This is. I love podcasts like this because your 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 Canadian rage is palpable. It's like very polite. <laughs> You're like, I'm having a firm discussion with Kenny about my opinion with this game. Yeah. I feel like next we're gonna have a sit down and be like, Kenny, we need to talk about this game <laughs> and my feelings. No, I. Your face like has this intense energy that is like you're lifting weights or something. This is one <laughs> where you're just like infuriated that I might think something. Even like when you were breaking down my pity, you're like, you're like, that's not interesting. You need to come up with a better interesting reason. Blah, 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 but blah. you did. 
but also the implicit interest is that we have contrasting opinions I, about this. I still don't actually I'm having a hard time believing that as we're as someone's listening to this podcast right now, so far they've agreed with you. And so since I'm struggling with that, I feel really good that I challenge you to come up with something that I do believe if there is someone listening to the podcast right now that is on your side, you just landed do... with a compelling comparative <laughs> argument as to why they like it just like Question, you do. do you believe they will land on my side? No. Yeah, you think they're no all going to be on your team? I do. I really, well, it's one of those small, oh, man. small things. I really wish we had mechanisms and listeners <laughs> so we could... <laughs> I wish we, Yeah, I wish we had people that would literally respond to a poll where we're like, is this game anything more than beautiful? Yes, no. Well, and we'd see how many people said yes, because I think it would be one, and it would be Kenny, because he went and voted for it. I feel like that question is poorly phrased. Okay, well, how would you phrase it? Well, I think this game, the, the attraction is it's beautiful. Yeah, lots I, of games have that so, initial attraction. So, so if you're, Yeah, no, I feel like the, the gameplay is compelling enough that the reward is more beautiful stuff. Okay. And I think that in itself is interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can do a poll. Maybe I'll put a poll on our Facebook page. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun. So certainly we won't get any stupid posts there. Nah. No. They'll, then they'll be like, why are you posting this poll? Isn't it just saying you guys are idiots? I want to take a picture of some gristled meat. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Let's do a poll with it. <laughs> it's meat with gristle. Yeah. It's not gristled meat. Okay. You don't like gristle a meat. That's true. It's either got the gristle it, or it it's doesn't. It's a part of the meat. And man, this game does not have the gristle, I can tell can you Can you much. tell people where to give us money? I sure can. We've got a Patreon page. Uh, I don't have my phone out and I don't have the notes. So um, You're I, better than this. I think it's patreon.com I really, I really, I know you don't see our faces. But Matt and I have been, well, <laughs> we've been together a long well. time. And when I look at his face during this podcast, the rage, I wish I could describe it. It's not like a, like angry toddler rage it's like a pure hate that like he's so trying to hold back because he's canadian and that's part of the canadian way is being sort of polite unless it's hockey that's uh, true actually yeah and and it's just so funny and i love it and he's wrong it's anyway not, go matt it's not just that no I mean, it's okay as a quick clarification matt, we're all wrong every once in a while as a quick clarification like maybe it was a little too harsh on the last of us i <laughs> i really like the giraffe scene um, you know, and we, I think we can all agree you were way too harsh on Bioshock Infinite. I work as a designer, you're a developer. You know, we, we don't make don't games, box me up, but we everyone's a designer, we make things, and it's it's hard. Like, sometimes so, you make things people don't like, and so it's, it's less that I'm Canadian, it's more that I, I want to always try and do my best to not just take my personal opinion and throw somebody else's amazing work under the bus. I like to try and make it as subjective or objective as possible and clarify when I do. So the fact that I feel emotionally riled up about this and I and I wonder if I'm wandering into just ranty territory just doesn't make me feel very good. You are. Okay. Well, when I listen to the podcast if I turn out too ranty then I'll I'll put it in the notes. You're not too ranty. It'll be the only note. Sorry I sorry I was ranty, eh? <laughs> Literally this podcast is designed for us to rant. Like that's its purpose. All right, uh Patreon.com slash chips and bits, all one word. Think of what we can do with all the sweet money we get from people. Shut they up. work hard. Shut up. Oh, sorry. Chips and bits and spelled out. Patreon.com slash chips and bits. The website, chips dash and dash bits.com, also spelled out. I think it's Twitter that's chips and bits with an N. But hey, you know, that's how it is. That's, if you're still here now, you already probably know those places. <laughs> I think this is the first time you've told me to shut up on the podcast. Um, 
I mean, I could start doing it more often. I, it was very rude. Okay. I'm very sorry. non-Canadian I'm of sorry. you. Also uh, very not Pacific Northwest of you. Hey, thanks for listening. You everyone. were in California too long. I was. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, I do hope I wasn't too ranty. You weren't. You were great. Okay, great. This is, this is a good one. Um, I rarely say that. And uh, yeah, tune in next month. We are, we, what are we talking about next month? Uh, we're talking about Darksiders 3. Darksiders 3. Can't wait to podcast about that one. That'll be a fun one. Um, that should be fun. Because, um, man, we love Darksiders. These next few podcasts are going to be really interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably have Oberdin in the middle, which will be like a cool-off period for yeah. us. We'll see. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for joining us, as always. We love you very much. And we will see you again next month. Toodaloo. Bye.